Hello listener, Janine here. I'm a clinical counselor pursuing a PhD in psychology. I'm also trained as an art therapist. Life provides us with challenges, struggles, and pain. My intention is that this podcast can support listeners through the ups and downs and offer hacks or ways to handle the roller coaster ride. I deal with painful stuff too, so I'm not coming to you as an expert. I'm a fellow human also finding my way. I share my mistakes and learning curves in the episodes. Please note, I am a white, cisgendered, born and raised Canadian, and given my points of privilege and cultural background, you may not resonate with my perspectives, so please take what is helpful and leave the rest based on you and your needs. Further, I acknowledge the Indigenous tribes of Canada, on whose traditional and unceded lands we live, work, and dream. In particular to my location, I thank the Musqueam, the Tooth, Stolo, Siumanis, and Squamish peoples. And with that, it's on with the show. The topic for this episode is people-pleasing, but in particular, the dark, shameful, and unpleasant aspects of people-pleasing. People-pleasing is a well-researched social psychology construct that occurs within interactions and dynamics. In wanting approval or to be liked, people-pleasing is when we do what we think others want from us, whether we want to do those things or not. Most people desire to reduce people-pleasing behaviors. Sadly, many of us were groomed by society, parents, caregivers, peers, and other sources like culture and religion to people-please. Sometimes this can be particularly pronounced in females, but not necessarily. People-pleasing is distinct from being kind, and it's being kind or behaving in a way that is perceived to be approved by another, even if it means that we abandon ourselves, lie, cheat, or engage in other behaviors, all in the name of people-pleasing. So the practice is actually quite destructive and menacing. In this episode, I speak to ways that I have been trained to support others with this harmful tendency in the hopes that it will help listeners in their personal lives. People-pleasing can be hard to spot. The other person may truly think that you want to help them move on a Saturday morning because you smiled, nodded, and said that you would be happy to help. Inside, you're screaming at yourself for agreeing to this. Some folks are so used to people-please that they're not even connected with what they truly want. Now, I've considered myself as a kind of queen bee people-pleaser. There was a time in my life that I was so overwhelmed by worrying what other people thought of me, and I was so obsessive with running conversations through my head and considering how to please others. I would feel so depressed and like I didn't want to live in a world where I had to do that because it was utterly exhausting. I was trapped in a cycle of people-pleasing. So much so that I developed some significant social anxiety traits, and that only added to my embarrassment and worries. I wanted to move into an isolated cave somewhere. Yet, we don't have to do that to change our relationship with others and these people-pleasing tendencies. In the name of people-pleasing, people can agree to commitments they don't really want to, sleep with people they don't want to, stay in relationships that they don't want, 
lie, steal, cheat, use substances, comply with ideas and orders that we really don't agree with, all to avoid this perceived disapproval from an individual or group. As you can see, it can spiral quickly into something problematic, the dark underpinnings of people-pleasing. To top it all off, you then worry that you'll be found out, and this can take up so much energy. Lao Tzu wrote, Care about what other people think, and you will always be their prisoner. A fair assessment. I'm revisiting Seinfeld. I used to watch the show quite regularly when it was on TV, and I know I'm dating myself there. There was recently an episode in season two where Elaine agreed to host a baby shower to a former college friend, someone that she absolutely despised, but because she was afraid to say no, she agreed. In Seinfeld fashion, the whole thing ended in disaster, with George also people-pleasing to this woman whom he truly wanted to confront. He ended up carrying her luggage and gifts to her car. People-pleasing. Although his complex behaviors may have to do with the fact that she was a beautiful woman and he struggled with not complying to her requests, but that's a different uh, a topic for a different episode, I guess. Let's take a brief pause to highlight Instacart. Finding life balance is often about saving time on tasks that can be parceled off. Usually costs hold us back, but Instacart can help save time and energy stay safe during COVID, and also offer a very low-cost service. Get your groceries and your personal health items delivered through Instacart right to your door. You can save about seven hours or more a month and rarely set foot in a grocery store, or waste valuable time and precious levels of well-being stuck in traffic, driving to and from the shops. We wholeheartedly recommend Instacart to help you achieve more of a sense of life balance. Consider it a life hack. For $10 off your first Instacart order, please use the code G2D059E10D. Check out the show notes for the link and get the code to save you $10 off your first Instacart order. I'm jumping straight into life hack number one. People-pleasing is a form of self-flagellation. It is something that we do to ourselves. No one else is doing it to us. I say this because we want to avoid perceived disapproval. It's perceived. That's the point. And so we engage in so many helpful things to avoid this potential of disapproval. The trouble is, we cannot know for sure how another will act or feel. Further, most people generally do not want us to do something that we don't want to. In a nutshell, people-pleasing is a harmful practice that we do to ourselves. If we want out of a relationship, but have been pretending for months that everything is fine, is that not unkind to the other person? Even if they'll be hurt or pained, is that not better than carrying on with the act out of respect for both individuals involved? The people pleasing with your partner may be holding them back from other experiences. Who knows? Maybe they feel the same. Even if you know from the depths of your being that your partner will be hurt if they knew you wanted to leave, the act of deception is more injurious to everyone involved. And that leads to life hack number two. 
Honesty is always the best policy. People-pleasing is a form of deception, and deception can lead to more deception. It's a slippery slope. Here's an example from my own life. A person asked me to see a movie with them, to people-please and to not outright reject the person and to soften the blow. I said that I'd seen the film already. They asked me what I liked about it. And then I had to carry on this lie and make something up. And then they still asked me to see another movie. So since I led with the lie, not the truth, which was that I really wasn't interested in going to a movie with them, it was way easier to ignore my truth and agree to seeing a movie with them. Now, at the time I was 20, but I've done a lot of people-pleasing since then. And I had a big wake-up call about six months ago, which I'll share in a little bit. The point is that people-pleasing can lead to deception, and this begets more deception. All of a sudden, you are lying blatantly and behaving in ways that you would not appreciate in others all in the name of people-pleasing. Then comes shame. Jennifer Wadowski said, When you're people-pleasing, you're not really pleasing anyone. You're just making a mess of things. In every moment, just be honest. Before the next life hack of the episode, we'll quickly pause to mention Buzzsprout, the podcast hosting application and website. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast? Would you also like a free $20 off Amazon gift card? Janine is an amateur podcaster, and she loves the simple, easy-to-use interface that Buzzsprout offers to host the life hacks from a counselor podcast. To begin with, start with a quiet space and some gear that you already have, and let Buzzsprout do the rest. Uploading and sharing your podcast to all the podcasting platforms is easy with Buzzsprout. You get a great-looking podcast website, audio players to drop into existing sites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. If we can do it, you can too. Join Janine and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. To claim your Amazon gift card when you join Buzzsprout, please click on the link in the show notes. This also helps support our show. Life hacks number three is please yourself. This is truly the only way to feel a sense of satisfaction. Pleasing the self affords us the agency and freedom that comes from following our own desires and wishes. An anonymous quote online reads, People-pleasing is rooted in fear, and it is intended to earn love. Genuine love casts out fear. And this relates to the hack of pleasing yourself, because when we start to honor our wishes and desires and turn the volume up on that rather than on others' expectations, we start to increase a sense of love and enjoyment for simply being ourselves. We will try to earn love and approval much less when we are following our own desires and needs. This naturally begets love and approval for the self. We don't have to outright love ourselves, because this can be hard for many, but we can like or simply even respect ourselves by saying no when we want to say no, and yes when we want to say yes. There is an old adage that says, No is a complete sentence. It does not require justification or explanation. Bridget DeVoe wrote, 
your biggest commitment must always be to yourself. Life hack number four is to breathe past others' reactions. Know that if others react poorly, it is on them and not on you. All you can do is truly be honest with yourself. Now, if you've been a people pleaser until now, in a particular relationship, say, and you suddenly stop complying with their wishes, there will definitely be pushback. You may even lose the relationship if that's what it was based on, you complying. All we can do is continue to breathe and worry about our own side of the street. Let others worry about theirs. Lastly, life hack number five. Give yourself an out. There is a standard reply that should be in a people pleaser's back pocket. Thank you for thinking of me. Let me check my schedule and I'll get back to you. So remember this. Thank you for thinking of me. Let me check my schedule and I'll get back to you. This gem will save you from a lot of unnecessary people pleasing in the moment and the resultant deception, resentment, and shame. Do yourself a favor and buy yourself some time so that you don't agree to something right away, but you have some time and some space to reflect before texting later. Next, we'll hear examples from Janine's life about people pleasing others. But first, a note about Patreon. If you'd like to support the show while also accessing ad-free content, please become a Patreon member at Patreon for Bring to Balance. For just $5 a month, you'll receive all shows commercial-free. Bonus content, such as unpublished episodes, Q&A recordings, show scripts, and little notes each month of thoughts Janine is having and products that she's loving for increased life balance. You'll also be able to request show topics and have a dialogue with her on the message board. It's a community. Help support our show, Life Hacks from a Counselor by Bring to Balance, by clicking the link to our Patreon page in the show notes today. An example from my life is one that happened somewhat recently. In my PhD program, I have friends, and occasionally there are classes that require group work. In one class, two of my friends each asked me to be their partner. Since I could only choose one, I made the absolutely poorest decision to say yes to both of them and see what the professor said as she made the final decisions. This was a disaster on many fronts. For one, it was selfish and cruel because no matter what happened, I would be okay, but one of the others would end up partnerless. Two, I felt a crushing guilt about it. I'm a counselor and an adult. I should know better, right? Three, the friend who ended up by herself was partnered with someone in the class that was less than ideal, and the partner caused several problems for the friend leading up to and on the day of their presentation. Four, I was so guilty, I told the friend, but she already knew. She was sitting with this knowledge for months and was still my friend. I felt terrible and silly. Out of this situation, I devised five life hacks for this episode. I'll recap those hacks now in reference to my particular situation. So life hack number one, people-pleasing is a form of self-flagellation. I did it to myself. I created a world of drama to myself and others for my own actions. Life hack number two. Honesty is always the best policy. 
I should have told the second friend that someone had already asked me, just spoken the truth to save all the struggle. The friend may have been disappointed, but that would have been that. Life hack number three, please yourself. I should have chosen the friend that I wanted because there was one that I wanted to be with. Um, so I should have pleased myself. Life hack number four, I should have breathed past others' reactions. I knew that if I, if the other would have reacted poorly, it would have been on them and not on me. So instead of dealing with the issue when it first came up, I had to deal with mine and her reactions when it had become a big deal. Life hack number five is give yourself an out. I should have said, thanks for thinking of me, let me think on it and I'll get right back to you to buy myself some time before responding wisely to the situation. If you're ready for support or need help creating boundaries or supporting others, reach out to us at info at bringtobalance.com and set up a free 25-minute consultation with me. As of this recording, I have about two spots left for new clients, and I'll start a waitlist for potential ones after that. Thank you for listening, and be well all.